Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous Wednesday morning. Trust everybody slept well last night and you're bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and ready to hit the day running. And uh, as I was watching on Fox News this morning, they're encouraging everybody to get up and to wear pants. So uh, I know that our routines are messed up a little bit this uh, during this difficult time with this virus situation but uh make yourself uh try to have some sort of a routine as far as getting up and uh, getting out uh, i mean as far as getting out you know going outside or walking or something you know try to try to plan a schedule of saying okay i'm gonna get up at this time read my bible pray uh i want to take a shower <laughs> i'm going to try to exercise i want to try to, you know try to have some sort of sense of normalcy uh during this uh time where a lot of people are stuck at home and just trust me uh where i've gotten used to wearing sweatpants or shorts uh sunday when i actually had to put on real pants it was a rude awakening because uh, many of my pants were not uh had shrunk apparently so brandy has uh, uh washed my, all my jeans and shrunk them so that is why i <laughs> I'm encouraging you to be sure and try your pants on periodically so that uh, you will uh, know if uh, you're you're eating too many snacks. <laughs> so, but anyway, uh, I know I've put on a few LBs and uh, we'll, I won't try to get it back down a little bit. Uh, it's a constant struggle most of my life with my weight and it is no fun at all. And uh, my lower back always reminds me when I'm, I'm putting on too much. So... <laughs> <laughs> the joys of getting older are not fun at all. So, but anyway, uh, let's go ahead and look at our Bibles. We're going to look at John chapter 6, and we're going to look at verses uh, 28 and uh, 29 here. So, uh, let's go ahead and take a look at that in John 6, 28 and 29. If you have your Bibles handy, be turning there. And if you, for the others, if you'd like to read along, uh, I'll bring that verse up here. Then said they unto him, What shall we do that we might work the works of God? Jesus answered and said unto them, This is the work of God, that you believe on him whom he hath sent. And bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. All right. So when we uh, are looking at these passages here, uh, you know, we need to make sure that we understand uh, where, where this is coming from. Uh, you know, the Jews at the time were obviously obeying the law, the law of Moses. There's over 613 laws that they had to abide by. In fact, uh, particularly just on Sundays alone, you can only walk so many feet in front of your house. Uh, but they had ways to get around things. They would tie a rope from one part of the to the house to, uh, say, their barn, and they could, as long as they were holding onto that rope, they could, I mean, just weird, crazy things, hand-washing rituals and all these things that they thought they had to do uh, in order to uh, attain salvation, in order to gain their entrance into heaven. And that was what Jesus is coming here to tell us, that this is not what you're having to do. You're not, it's not the laws of Moses, but I'm here to show you the way to salvation, not by works, but by faith. And that's what he, when he see this here in verse 28, and they said unto him, when they, under, when they heard that, they understand that it wasn't... Um, uh, Food as as we would uh, think of of, of eating, uh, temporal, but a spiritual food that they were in need of. That's what Jesus Christ is talking about here. 
And unfortunately, uh, this concept of works have crept into a lot of churches and a lot of uh, thinking. Uh, and is that, uh, and that's because of pride. You know, man has this this prideful heart, uh, this uh, selfishness, this need to want control, and uh, so therefore they think that you have to work your way into heaven. See, there's this. Uh, the Armenians believe that you can lose your salvation, and uh, so therefore they're constantly uh, on edge. That are, you know, every little thing that they do, they have to repray the prayer of salvation because they're they're in constant fear they're going to lose it. You can't lose your salvation once your that that is called eternal security. Once your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life, if you have truly made that decision with Christ Jesus, if you truly meant those words and accepted Jesus Christ your personal Lord and Savior, you, you cannot lose your salvation. And the reason why I say that, if you truly meant it, there's a lot of people who give lip service. They just say the uh, prayer of salvation. As if so, if it was some magical talisman, and and they uh, think that when my ticket's punched, they go right back out into the world and uh, uh, live like they were never saved. And so, you know, that uh, is cheap grace. That is, that is not accepting the true grace of God. And uh, so, you know, there's a lot of people out there who think that you, you because we want control, because so many other religions out there, you have to work to attain uh, certain levels uh, of enlightenment, if you will. And we, as as human beings, are conditioned that way, that, well, if I, you know, as a kid, if I work hard, I do this, well, my mom and dad's going to uh, uh, reward me uh, with uh, whatever it is that, you know, whether it's... Uh, I don't know, allowance, or maybe you're working towards a new bicycle as a kid. I don't know. You know I'm just throwing out an example here. But we're conditioned that way. If I work hard, I'll get more, I get advanced into uh, in my job, my career. If I work hard in my business, then uh, I will attain, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be more successful. See, we have that mentality. We work hard, reward, work, reward. We have that mentality. And so, so many people want to apply that to salvation, which can be further from the truth. You cannot work your way into heaven. And I, I mentioned I hit on this a little bit yesterday and when we were talking about apologetics. Uh, the salvation is a free gift of God. And a lot of people, uh, they struggle with that. They have a hard time understanding what that free gift is. It's not by works, just as Jesus is talking to the Jews here, uh, where they were trying to obey uh, all these laws of Moses and uh, that they uh, thought was going to gain them entrance into heaven. He's telling them, as he's telling us today, you cannot work your way into heaven. You cannot be good enough. You cannot, I don't care how smart, how successful. I don't care how many degrees you have hanging on a wall. I don't care if you work at a soup kitchen six hours a day and, and volunteering, that you coach every little league team out there, that you give and give and give. It doesn't matter how good you think you are. Our greatest works are but filthy rags in the sights of God, in the sight of God. You cannot work your way in. I think so many people, you know, it was, um, uh, I don't know, it's about, about, probably been a year, a couple years ago, uh, this little boy came up to the Pope, which I got a lot of problems with this this current Pope. He's he's done a lot of uh, things that are uh, pushing that are completely contrary to the Word of God, but that's, that's another time. But anyway, my point is, this little boy, he came up to the Pope, and his father had died, and uh, uh, he was very upset, obviously. And uh, uh, I, I forgot what... Um, career this in this man had but anyway little boy's upset and the post said well he was a good man so he'll be in heaven and i was like oh man you know that is could not be further from the truth 
you know, when somebody's upset, particularly a child, and we don't know if somebody is saved or not, and say so they look at you and say, is my daddy in heaven or is my mommy in heaven? That's a tough, man, that, that rips your heart out. Because if you don't know if they're saved, you can't say, yes, you'll see them in heaven. But at the same time, you want to console uh, this child that is crying. No matter if it's a child or an adult. You know, as a pastor, I've, I've dealt with both. And uh, so the only thing we can say is at that point is, uh, is, is they look at you and say, is brother, sister, mother, father, are they in heaven? And I say, were they saved? Now, Jesus, well, I don't know. All thing we can do is hope and pray that uh, in their last minutes before death, that maybe they made that profession of faith before it's too late. And, uh, and just try to console somebody the best you can, uh, understanding their, what heaven does have to offer and pointing them towards the way of Jesus Christ. If this individual that's asking may not even know Jesus, we have to point them in that right direction. But we can't automatically assume that, hey, everybody's going to go to heaven hey, just because they were a, a good parent, a good brother, a good sister, a good son, a good daughter, that they're automatically going to gain entrance into heaven. It's not how it works. It's by confessing of your sins, professing, understanding Jesus' atoning work on the cross, accepting Christ your personal Lord and Savior. Will you enter into the gates of heaven? You cannot work your way in. Now, people say, well, what about uh, when we read that uh, it's uh, it works by faith? Hey, because of... Uh, when Jesus Christ opens our hearts, opens our minds, and we have a clear understanding of who Jesus Christ is and with the Holy Spirit, that, that, that work within us, because of that, that change that develops, that's what redemption is, that, that change of mind, that, that change of direction. Uh, before we thought we had one way of thinking, when we come to know Jesus Christ, our personal Lord and Savior, we have a completely different way of thinking, that we have a change of mind, a change of heart, that we're a completely new creation in Christ Jesus. And as a result of that saving uh, grace, we want to do good things, not because we think it will earn us entrance into heaven, but because we want to please the Heavenly Father. That's the difference. It's not working to attain salvation. It's working because of it. And because of we love for Jesus Christ, we want to please them. Just like uh, you know, a lot of children uh, want to please their parents. Uh, you know, it kills me when I know I've disappointed my dad. I mean, it, it just shreds me. I mean, it just it breaks my heart to think I've done something disappointing my dad, disappointing my wife or my kids. It kills me. I do good things to them and for them uh, because of my love for them. I don't want to disappoint them. I don't want to hurt them. I want to see their smiles. I want to see their joy. Well, that's what we do as Christians. We do there's good works through faith because of that change that is developed within us. We do it because we want to please God, not because we're in fear of losing our salvation or we're trying to attain salvation. So we need to make sure that's very clear. When we read these verses here in uh, John chapter 6, uh, verses 28 and 29, we need to make sure that we can have a clear understanding that it is not by works that we enter into heaven, that we understand that free gift of salvation. And that's what Jesus is trying to explain to the Jews here, that uh, it is not by your works, no matter if you follow the law to every jot and tittle, it, it is not going to gain you entrance into heaven. It is only understanding the free gift of salvation. I think a lot of people have a hard time understanding that free gift. You know, uh, if somebody was to give you something uh, really, really nice, say a new home or a Ferrari or uh, uh, whatever, but, uh, and you're thinking, well, 
well, I can't accept that. That's that's too much. I can't, I can't do that. You know? And said, no, this is yours. You can have it. Well, I've got to pay you. I've got to do something. You know, but isn't that for, for uh, I know in the South, I don't know how things are up North, but in the South, that's one thing we, we do. Even if we, don't, even if we don't really mean it, you know, somebody does something really nice for us, well, let me pay you, you know, because we just, you know, we uh, feel like we're at least uh, obligated to say that, and which is the polite thing to do. But uh, let, at least let me pay you. Well, see, that's what we feel like. We're giving a free gift of salvation. Oh no, no, I'm not worthy. Let, let me pay you. Let me do some some way to 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 uh, to gain that. Uh, but see, that's what God's word says. It is not by works, lest any man should boast. It is a free gift of God. Because you all know, as well as I do, because of our pride, our selfishness, our egos, our narcissism, uh, that uh, if we uh, if it's by works. We'd all be walking around like peacocks and say, look at me. I am more spiritual than all of you. And, of course, we see some people like that anyway. I've seen, I've seen some pastors like that. I'm more spiritual than you. Hey, I like what uh, Sister in Christ uh, from the church, Kim Penix, uh, she had a uh, uh, little meme on there. Uh, this I saw this morning said that uh, uh, Jesus chose 12 messed up people to follow him. So you're not to, uh, so to prove as an example. Now, I'm not... I'm paraphrasing here. Uh, so as an example that you're not too messed up to to be uh, uh, to, to be a follower of Jesus Christ, I got here in a second. So I think that's a lot of people, that's their problem. They think they're too messed up for God to accept them. They're too messed up for God to uh, to take them as they are. And trust me, friends, you are never too messed up. I think that's why people feel like they have to work their way. As I've talked to so many people, said, so when I clean myself up, I'll come to church. If you do, you will never come to church if you say I'm going to clean myself up because you'll never ever reach that uh, that level. And uh, so remember, God wants you just the way you are, with all the the problems, the warts, the uh, the mentality, the the stupidity, whatever it is. God, it, there's no, it doesn't matter. God wants you just the way you are. It's like Mr. Rogers. I like you just the way you are. And God wants you just the way you are. And so you just come as you are. And then when you accept Jesus Christ, that's when his atoning work, that's when that redemption, that change of mind, that change of heart will take place. And uh, you'll be redeemed, you'll be sanctified, you'll be glorified in the things of Jesus Christ. And he will make the changes. It is not you who change, but God who change, uh, within you that makes those changes. And so just remember, friends, you, can, you can't work your way in. You just understand that free gift of salvation. It is works by faith in meaning that uh, it is uh, because of the change within us, we do these things to please God. So keep that in mind, my friends. I think there's a real danger today because of man's pride that uh, we think that uh, our good works, which are filthy rags, will get us into heaven. And, and it's not the case. You have to understand Christ's atoning work on the cross, coming to save you, substitutionary atonement, took your place on the cross to save you from a very, and save me from a very real and eternal hell. And I'm asking you today, if you haven't already, place your hand in the nail-scarred hand, give your life over to Jesus Christ today. If you've made that profession of faith, let's make sure that we don't get in this mentality of, oh, I've messed up, I've got to do something to, to, to make up for that. I, I shouldn't have screamed or shouldn't have got upset or shouldn't have looked at this, shouldn't have done that. Now I've got to do something or, or God's going to punish me big time. No, understand you're forgiven, you are loved, learn from that mistake, try to do better the next time. And uh, remember, if you're beating yourself up, that's only the old devil trying to attack you. That's when you got to say, you know, get away from me, Satan. Uh, 
greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Just get away from me. I bind rebuke you, Satan. Get away and just work on that relationship with Jesus Christ. Work on having that uh, uh, that, that mind of Christ to, to love him, love our hearts, soul, mind, body, and being. Let's work on our daily walk, spending that time in prayer, spending that time uh, in the word each and every day. Let us pray. And then, Father, Lord, we thank you, we love you, and we praise you. Lord, thank you for another wonderful and glorious day. Thank you for another opportunity to spread the gospel message. And, Lord, I just pray that you will be with each and every person that's watching uh, this morning. Now, Lord, I pray that you'll guide our every step. Help us, Lord Jesus, to serve you well. Help us to understand your free gift of salvation. Let us not try to work uh, to earn it, but work to please you, Lord Jesus, to serve you well. And, Lord, uh, that we may hear one day, well done, good and faithful servant. And, Lord, for someone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with you, Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us. Lead us. God, I want you to protect us this day. Lord, be with our country right now that you will have, bring healing upon uh, these individuals who are battling and fighting this, uh, this coronavirus. Uh, Lord, that you will get a cure quickly. Uh, jobs will be uh, opened back up again. Uh, Lord, I just pray that uh, you'll be with Kim Penix. You'll bring healing upon her and Ginger Hood and Murph. Lord, be with him today. I pray that you be with Linda Feathers, and I pray that you'll be with her family and that you'll guide them today. And Lord, I pray that uh, uh, you'll be with our doctors, nurses, our police officers, our military. They know their love needed and appreciated. Lord, let it be with our present. Give protection about him and his family. Give him wisdom and discernment. And Lord, uh, just pray to be this nation. Touch hearts and minds like never before. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I appreciate all you guys and gals watching this morning. And I uh, invite you all back tonight at 7 o'clock as we dive into God's Word. We've got some exciting things we're going to be discussing in the book of Hebrews. And so I implore you to be sure and tune in. And uh, we'll have a great time with the Lord this coming Sunday. At Fountain Love Bible Church, we'll have drive-in service again. Just pull in the parking lot, turn, tune in to 98.5 WTFM. And as you're watching, you as you're listening, obviously you can't watch, I mean, you can watch a radio, but you know, but as you're listening, uh, you can also go to our website at flbconline.com and you can uh, watch the service. And uh, so you can watch and or listen or do both at the same time if you so desire. So uh, be sure and come. That'd be from 11 to 12 uh, this coming Sunday at Fountain Life Bible Church. If you would like to share these devotions with your friends on social media, they can find me at Dr. Young 77 If they don't do social media, I'm on YouTube, Dr. Matthias Young. Subscribe there. You can watch all the daily devotionals just as you're seeing them here. And if you don't have it already, subscribe to my Apple podcast on my Apple iTunes podcast, The Doc Young Chronicles. You can listen. It's audio only, no video. Listen to all the devotions, uh, the sermons from the church. And uh, me and Brandon, we do a podcast every Saturday at 6 o'clock. Be sure and tune into that. So, hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. Mm -hmm.